Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Welcome to Celine's Salon. Step right in where you belong. Share a poem or sing a song. It's open house, so why not come along? Welcome to Celine Salon, from a Soho front room, from the village of Soho, with a multitude of delights. Poetry from Salon regulars Alexa Bauer and Ashley Chapman. Music from Stephen Evans, Garrett Friswell, The Messengers, George Simmons. And we have the pleasure of talking to Sigrun Griffiths and our guest author, Stephen Appleby. And... We'll be talking about the Celine Salon crowdfunder later in the show. Celine Salon, live at Soho Radio. So let's kick off the show with Stephen Evans and his new single, Dustbin Man, due for release on May the 8th, ahead of his new album, Employee of the Month, which comes out on August the 28th, via the label Onomatopoeia. Thanks, Spitfire, for the tip-off. This is bloody brilliant. All hail to the dustman. What a fantastic track. OK, so here is my first shout-out for our Celine Salon crowdfunder. Please check out facebook.com forward slash Celine Salon. And now we come to our first guest. Sigrun Griffiths, a former alumni and current professor of the Guildhall School of Music and Drama. Hello, Sigrun. Hi. Um, thank you so much for coming on to the show. And um, I don't know where to begin. Um, your CV is as long as the length of this street, I think. We've got, as you're the artistic director of Metamorphonics, um, and you're originally from Iceland, and you're from a very creative family. And you really hone in uh, music for social impact, which really focuses in um, in on lived uh, experiences of homelessness and changing the lives with music. Can you tell us more? Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, so um, I recently started up this um, community interest company called Metamorphonics. But Metamorphonics really came from the idea um, that of the messengers the messengers is a band that i've run for the past eight years at the guildhall school of music and drama um and the band is no like no other <laughs> it's half students and graduates of the guildhall school of music and the other half are people with lived experience of homelessness who seek support from saint mongos so you actually get them involved with 
people from Guildhall and that's, that's amazing. Absolutely. It's, it's a 50-50 membership um, and what makes the project even more special is that every single note and chord and lyric and everything is created in collaboration with everybody. So we have a strict rule that nobody is allowed to bring any starting points or any kind of um, pre-made work to the room. Everything that we produce is created with everybody's input. So the so like a spontaneous process once you're all together. It's it's very fast. It's very it's actually quite sophisticated. We've worked together for a long time and we sort of know the drill. And we mm-hmm. um somebody starts playing something and me as the as the leader of the of the whole thing, I've got to be very quick in capturing ideas once they come and um and then manage the band. It's a big band. We're about thirty people in the room together with strings and woodwind and brass and a huge rhythm section and a choir and when somebody does something of artistic quality I've got to be able to grab it immediately and then build up from there and then send people out of the room with small commissions so singers here's the chord sequence um do you want to record it on your phone and go off and come up with some what's the what's the the song about what are the lyrics about and come back in a few minutes and tell us what you've got and it's like a, a game of of table tennis like that, that whatever. I really like that. It's, it's like throwing a, a load of lines into the room and then you will have to go off and write something around it really yeah. quickly. And but you don't have time to overanalyze it. You just do it kind of thing. No, and we sort of, I mean, the, the, the process is in constant flow and there's obviously a lot of banter and laughter and everything in the room as well. So that's the, that's the, the sort of vibe that we riff off. So it's so important to keep everybody happy and everybody creatively involved. Yeah. There must be a wonderful energy in the room. Oh, no doubt. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell me about your project that we're we're going to be listening to a track very shortly? Yeah. And I'm going to hand it over to you. Yeah. So we basically, the, the messengers have been working for a while and we have now come to this huge event that we have launched and released our album. So our album is called Bear Witness and it can be found on Spotify, on Bandcamp and on iTunes. Um, And we also have a limited edition of a a single, a vinyl single with Curates. So people can order, pre-order their copy on Curates and then it gets sent to their house. But every single sound, every single song is created by the full band of homeless people with lived experience of homelessness and music students in one of the biggest music conservatoires in the country well in the world to be honest and um and yeah it's a it's a beautiful collaboration and please inject a bit of positivity in your lives and buy a coffee before we uh actually introduce your song which i'm Mm. going to get you to introduce yeah um can you tell me the connection with saint mongo's well, St. Mongo's have been a fantastic partner. Um, and they sort of support, they basically recruit people to the band. And they are always, there's always a member of staff. Amanda Roberts is always in the room with us. She's a member of the band. She sings or plays to her fiddle or whatever, but is there to support her um, her clients. So people that are would benefit from being involved. There are no auditions to be involved, but rather... Um, St. Mongo's identify people that would thrive in this environment and they are the ones that come and join us. And the song you're about to hear is Have You Ever, which is one of our, the messengers' absolute beautiful, most beautiful songs that we have ever written. And the soloists are um, Marianne, 
who was from St. Mungo's, and Pickles from St. Mungo's, and Kate Smith from The Messengers, as well as Kevin Speed, who is our spoken word artist in this one. Sigrun, well done for all your wonderfully hard work. And just check this out. It's absolutely stunning. And please support The Messengers. It's a good cause, and it's wonderful music. Hello, it's Celine Salon. Hey, hello, and welcome back. And now I'd like to talk to you about the Celine Salon crowdfunder. As you're all aware, we're in lockdown and we have been um, putting on Celine Salon Soho Radio from our front room. We've also been uh, putting on Zoom live shows over the internet. We've been running workshops for children and comic monologues, you name it. We're holding the torch and keeping the salon alive. Um, But in order for us to do that, um, we do need your help um, in the way of us being able to be able to buy uh, equipment to facilitate our needs and our artist needs. Uh, When I say artist needs, I mean platforming so many people that we have as our family from here and from overseas. We have gained a wide audience from as far as like New York, the Caribbean, New Zealand, and we want to continue that. And with your help and going on to our facebook.com forward slash Celine Salon, any donation will go an extremely long way. Um, we'll be able to televise, video, document everything. And as soon as we do go back to going back to our live live shows, we can create this uh, wonderful tool of atmosphere and um, bringing artists and listeners together. So please... Again, I say facebook.com forward slash Celine Salon. Come and be a part of Celine Salon and help platform wonderful artists from here and all over the globe. So, without further ado, over to you, Garant. Hello, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Garant Friswell, and I'm very pleased to introduce to you my debut single, Hit Me When I Say, which will be out this Friday, May the 15th. <laughs> It's a funk track that I've been uh, working on over the last few months and uh, I'm very much looking forward to sharing it with you all. You'll be able to find it on all major streaming platforms and also a music video that will be coming out the Friday afterwards. Please enjoy. from Soho. Thank you, Garen. Beautiful, beautiful tune. So, um, Celine Salon is, luckily we are part of Soho Radio, but we are also a five-year consistent running show that has been performing uh, um, several venues over the years, but our sort of current venue during when it's not locked down is Jerry's. And we have accumulated a massive, wonderful array of talented writers. And without further ado, I bring you the wonderful poet and comedian (laughs) and very funny lady, Alexa Bauer. Hard work. Wordless. In a year of worthless work and unholy water. Pitched from a sack grey sky. Pissing down, in fact and growing ever colder as the days pour by. 
dribbling down to stale night black, a dank, back-breaking, dim and crippling way to lay me down to die. And why? As the moon, sweet moon, somewhere wild rides high, hides in shame her roving eye, and still I cannot cry. Steeped in this chill, I have sniffled, coughed, and caught malaise, lain sleepless, ill, sat stuffed as an armchair and talked of meals and movies, played cards, charades, and played the fool. Liverish and lost, I have made my way through hard snarls of cars, watched the ranks of mourning children, paced and tight-laced, slate grey and uniform cool, passing the brick and stone of harder schools, there to learn the city. Pity. Ventured forth to shops, waited queues my turn, bought coal in wet sacks, lugged it back, built yet another fire, and dwindling, let it burn. Refurbished, rewired, realised and retired, to strive, to make do and mend again. Despaired and uninspired, made love and made amends. Talked an endless evening on a phone, to anywhere, too often, too alone. Watched and wandered, spooned porridge and worried. Waited and played safe. Tested wills with wily city folk. Bankers, busy men, barristers. Filed myself in their accounts. Made and paid unsensible amounts. Sat and reckoned final price and groaned. Laboured with the working tribes. Traded jibes and all sorts. And moaned over more and boring weather reports. And so have lost intent and bartered all the dream. To any purpose become unused. And with some ungainly shuffling, it seems, have kept everyone sometime amused. With consummate endeavour and small skill, have squandered, wasted, wandered, and dug myself a grave that grafting cannot fill. And I am yet lost Suspended as ever on a sea, a brittle bobbing cockle shell of hope, bailing as a windbill stings my eye, a slow, slow paying out of rope. And still I cannot cry. In this land of cream teas and moss, green trees and great spaces between words, I have sought only the sun, warm faces, and places unsullied by anyone. There are none. And so, between the kept castle cottages and swatches of tended green, pretentious lanes and houses with names, council towers, scaffolds and squats, streets of gutted flats, abutted tight by money, men and their plots, from privilege on platters and pensioners' pilchards to impoverished have-nots, in short, the lot. And so... Rung dry, I do not wish to try to find a liquid solace in this eye, nor could not, should not, would not, will not, ever need to cry. I'll tell you what you want. A bit of Celine Salon here on Soho Radio. Alexa Bauer, thank you for your wonderful, smoky, sultry, 
exquisite tones. Ha <laughs> ha. And Celine Salon is not going. We are putting on our live stream Zoom show tomorrow night. That's right, Celine Salon. And you can come on board. There will be a Zoom um, uh, inv invitation. And you can get that on facebook.com slash Celine Salon. We go on at eight o'clock and we have an amazing bunch of writers, artists, musicians. Go and grab a cocktail, sit down and join us. So Celine Salon tomorrow, 8 p.m. And get the invitation on facebook.com forward slash Celine Salon. Voilà, c'est le Celine de Salon, une émission de poésie. And locked up in a cobweb, tiny attic, somewhere out there. The master of the tiddly-um-pom-poms, tiddly-um-pom-pom. Dear friend, George Simmons. My chosen historical writer today is Edith Sitwell, British poet. Edith Sitwell, well, her full name, Dame Edith Sitwell, was born on the 7th of September in 1887 in Scarborough, Yorkshire, England, and died on December the 9th in 1964 in London. She was an English poet who first gained fame for her stylistic works, but who emerged during World War II as a poet of emotional depth and profoundly human concerns. She was equally famed for her formidable personality, Elizabethan dress and eccentric opinions. She was a member of a very distinguished literary family. She was the daughter of Sir George Sitwell and the sister of Sir Osbert, and here's my tongue twister, Sir Sacaverell Sitwell. I did it. <laughs> Her first book, The Mother and Other Poems, appeared in 1915. She began to attract attention by editing in 1916 an annual anthology, Wheels, in which she and her brothers led a spirited revolt against the prevailing poetry of the Georgians. The notoriety sought by the Sitwells in their artistic battle may, at the time, have obscured the originality of her talent. The visual sensibility and verbal music of her early poetry, Clown's Houses, Bucolic Comedies and The Sleeping Beauty in 1924, in which she created her own world of beautiful objects, nursery symbols and unfamiliar images, revealed the influence of W.B. Yeats, Yeats and T.S. Eliot. Her emphasis on the value of sound in poetry was shown especially in one of my favourites, Facade, in 1923, for which William Walton wrote a musical accompaniment, Gold Coast Customs, 1929, with its harsher and more agonised imagery, marked the end of a period of experiment. In 1930, her collected poems appeared. In her later work, especially Street Songs, Green Song and Song of the Cold in 1945, Written during World War II, a greater mastery of technique and a deeper sense of suffering and spirituality are apparent. The religious symbolism that informed Sitwell's war poetry was further emphasised in Gardeners and Astronomers in 1953 and The Outcasts in 1962, works that brought her wide recognition as a poet of tragic grandeur and intensity. Her wide reading and scholarship and her predilection for the splendours of a lost aristocratic age are revealed in the prose works Alexander Pope, Bath, The English Eccentrics, I Live Under a Black Sun, 
a novel based on the life of Jonathan Swift, a poet's book and a notebook on William Shakespeare in 1948. She made visits to the United States, where in 1953 in Hollywood, she completed the film script of her book on the girlhood of Elizabeth I, a fanfare for Elizabeth, first published in 1946. Her Selected Letters, 1970, also published as Selected Letters, 1919 to 1964, were edited by John Lehman and Derek Parker. She was created Dame of the British Empire in 1954. One of my true favourite, favourite ladies, a profound and wonderfully colourful writer. Here's to you, Edith Sitwell. Celine Salon, best radio show in Soho. Hey, Celine Salon is not disappearing. We have a salon tomorrow night via Zoom. That's right, a live stream Celine Salon from 8 o'clock. And all of you can come and join us. It's really simple. You go on to facebook.com slash Celine Salon, where the Zoom invitation awaits you. Come and see a great platform of talented writers, musicians, artists. Grab a cocktail, put your feet up on the table and come and have fun. Well, our workshops have been going really well. We've had six participants learning comic monologues, structure and performance. And you will be able to see our performers in next month's salon, which is really exciting. Also, our children's book club stroke creative workshop is really, really kicking off. Um, we're teaching kids not to be scared to read out aloud from their favourite books. Uh, also, for them to start writing about characters and we will be putting a book together with six kids, which I'm really looking forward to. And now, let's kick off with something that's nice and summery. Close your eyes and imagine you're in the grass, having the sun beam down on your face. Oh, yeah. Funky NASA. NASA's gone funky. So, Stephen Appleby, welcome to Celine Salon. Thank you so much for being our featured author. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, Celine, and it's a pleasure. Ah, it's an ultimate pleasure to have you on our show. And um, Stephen Appleby has created, written and drawn absurdist comic strips for many newspapers over many years, from the New Enemy uh, to the Guardian, the Observer, the Times, the list goes on. The Sunday Telegraph, Die Zeit, and Frankfurter. From his first cartoon about the dysfunctional sci-fi cult hero Captain Star in the Enemy, via the weirdly obsessive world of small birds singing in the Times, through to Loomis in the Guardian, Stephen has reminded and reassured his readers that it is the very normality of life that is inexplicably odd and funny. Stephen has also written a comedy series for BBC Radio 4, had his work animated for television, published over 25 books, woohoo, and seen his secret world adapted for the stage as transgressive musical play Crocs in Frocks. 
After dressing in women's clothes on and off for most of his life, Stephen came out to family and friends in the 1990s and began living as a trans person in 2008. So we are so lucky to feature Stephen today with his latest book, the graphic novel Dragman, featuring a man who can fly when he puts on women's clothes. Dragman was published by Jonathan Cape on March the 12th, 2020 and is available online, Guardian Books, Gosh Comics, and um, Stephen, I believe you are going to read us a piece. Thank you. Yes, I'll read the opening uh, pages of Dragman. 5.37 a.m. It is elephant light, that strange smoky time just before dawn when the burnt black sky is shot through with gashes of vivid acid yellow and green. Fools gather at elephant light, goes the saying, and people repeat it without knowing what it means and without meaning anything by it. Elephant light is particularly beautiful over the sea, and this morning slashes of colour writhe across the sky, reflecting in the black, glistening mudflats of the estuary like neon. The flickering yellow and green is complemented perfectly by the twinkling blue lights of two police cars and an ambulance parked near a slipway. Meanwhile, a few miles away, a man drives south tapping his fingers to a hidden tune repeating inside his head. Perhaps he's the person who dialed 999, or maybe he's the killer, slip slipping calmly away from the scene of the crime. Who knows? Only he. Back at the estuary, police officers stretch crime scene tape between boats pulled up onto the slipway, while others gather round a body lying face down in the mud. A woman, it appears, from the bra strap across her back and the matching panties pulled down to just above her knees. A police photographer takes pictures, while an ambulance man consults the small device he has used to scan her body. Her soul is missing, he says, just like the others. And, just like the others, when the photographer has finished and the ambulance crew turn her over, it becomes clear, from the penis and the hairs on her chest, that she is, in fact, a he. Wow, thank you so much, Stephen. Beautifully read and beautifully written. The whole book is amazing. And just quickly, I just want to say to anyone that's roaming around Soho during these ghostly, silent times, there is a beautiful mural on the windows of Gosh Comics, and it's kind of like lovely to be able to walk past there and sort of smile and recognition for your work. Um, we're going to talk further, Stephen, but um, we're going to ask you for your chosen song. Um, the song I've chosen is by the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band, from 1972 and it's called straight from my heart and i've chosen it because it's funny and strange and it's uh also sort of underpinned by a kind of melancholy sadness and if i'm in the right sort of mood it'll make me laugh one moment and almost cry as well and i think that's the uh 
the skill, the genius of Vivian Stanshaw. Wonderful. Thank you. to tell you and one song to smell you Thank you Stephen, fantastic song made me laugh, cry, sigh and giggle um, Viv Stanchel is one of my favourite artists, well chosen Anyway, I want to get back to Dragman and what is the inspiration behind this wonderful novel? Well, I, I guess obviously my own obsession with wearing women's clothes and uh, also back when I was kind of in the closet and it was a big secret from the the world um, I would sneak references to transvestitism into my comic strip and I drew a strip in 1972 for The Guardian in which the drag man character popped up a man who could fly when he put on women's clothes and and it just always seemed like a bigger idea somehow and flying a metaphor for sort of how you feel when you dress up or how i felt when i dressed up yes it's like you know you were we going into different worlds is a lovely description when we've spoken um outside of this interview like would you like to sort of elaborate more on going into different worlds? Well, um, I think perhaps because of having a, a sort of secret life from when I was in my late teens, a hidden life, if you like, I, I, I've always kind of seen the world as as somewhere that has more layers to it than, than what meets the eye, you know, than what we immediately see. Yes. And, and I still feel that that's a kind of true way to look at the world. And I think I think what I do with my comic strips and things is kind of reinvent the world, kind of put an imaginary layer on top of what's really there. And I think to, to, to kind of relate to peop to other people, it there has to be a kind of reality to what I do, but it can also when the reality's solid, I can then go off on into flights of surreal strangeness. So it's like going back in your life. You've got an amazing career from uh, radio to designing album covers for the Pixies. Like, if you like, really sort of like squidge this down. It's kind of how would you describe like your journey as to where you are now? Well, I, I, I kind of think of it as as, as luck, really. I mean, um, basically, I I feel that I can kind of apply my way of looking at the world to all sorts of different areas and I've never had a problem with yeah. doing um, ceramics or etchings or comic strips or ra radio scripts or or whatever it, it's kind of the, the same view of the world coming out of me and um, and I think it goes right back to childhood and and imaginary games that I used to play that kind of thing uh, and it's like a subconscious of like you know I think there's a, you know, for me, a sort of the bravery of like, you know, we could go into, we don't have a, enough time to talk, is being able to come out to your family that this is who I am, this is what I am. And, you know, it's like this crescendo of like everything from being creative to who you are, you know, I want to express myself. And uh, in all honesty, in my heart of hearts, Dragman brings everything you've worked hard for and is the forefront right now 
what do you think of that? Well, I, I, I mean, drag man is a new thing. Was a drag man was a new thing for me. It was a sort of full length narrative which I hadn't done before, and and I did try and put kind of everything into it, and I was a bit worried it was going to be kind of like a dog's dinner, but. Um, because I was trying to put in a sort of real life trans experience overlaid by surreal sort of ability to fly when you put on women's clothes and and a kind of superhero plot and so on. Um, but and I and I did kind of want the book to hopefully be heartwarming and uh, and maybe inspiring for people, but but not not lecturing in any way. So it's it's really. That's I, an I yeah, it's. I feel there's an honesty, and ironically, as a comic, uh, you know, artist, there, there's something comical. Like there's the dark. There's every kind of like emotional thing you could hit on, and every feeling, but a lightness that intervenes that in a way by the way you've presented Dragman. Well, thank you. I mean, I, I, th- I, th- I think it's like you know the song I've chosen by Vivian Stanshall. It. It has humour and it yeah. also has kind of depth and darkness and sadness. And, yeah. and yeah. I, I hope the book's got all of that in it. And I hope some of my other work has got all of that in it. I mean, it's it's always been more important to me to, to say something with a cartoon yes. than to just be funny. Some Somehow I seem to end up being funny, but, <laughs> but it's not the first consideration. I want to say something about life, you know. Yeah, there's something, there's a point to be made. Um, Stephen, I am so excited to have you on our show today. And for all the listeners out there, um, Dragman, as I said before, you can buy it online through Guardian Books, Gosh Comics. For me, it's like one of the, like, I, I, I'm so honoured to have the book in my, you know, I, you, it was sent to the Academy Club where we first met and I'm going to pin you down to sign it. And, um, Stephen, thank you for being a wonderful person to interview today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've really enjoyed it, Celine. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. And uh, everybody... Buy the book. Yeah. Uh, as one quote that's my favourite quote is, um, I was on the tube and I missed my stop because it was so bloody good. And um, anyway, there you go. Thank you so much, Stephen. And uh, here's more to everyone looking at Dragman. Celine Salon, best radio show in Soho. And now for something completely different. Talented Salon Regular, the wonderful words of Mr. Ashley Chapman. Hello, Soho Radio at Celine's fantastic salon. I'm Ashley Chapman and this is my poem, Fake Fakir Flake, based very loosely on Philip K. Dick's Do Electric Androids Dream of Sheep. In my poem, an android prostitute rebukes Oslot for st- seeking sexual gratification the easy way with him while ignoring what it is to be truly human. Feel empty in your post-apocalyptic city of angels where not even your pets are real. An electric android 
a sheep or a frog, the whir flutter of micro-electrical wings of a butterfly. Good, and so you ought. Now grab the handles of your empathy box and in a shared virtual hallucination feel empathy, depression, pain, delusion and despair. The ultra myriad gifts of consciousness. Millions of discombobulated and disconnected wrecks, Adam's sons, Eve's daughters, and among them simulations too, fakes, androids, a phony circuit of semi-conscious memories, a hive of neural malaise. Welcome to our world. Know how dead inside I feel. You, yes you, listener, need a pet to make you more complete. Maybe you can afford a fake fakir flake like me who looks like Jude Law, sounds like Richard Burton and silently romances you like Rudolph Valentino. Come and stick what's left of your mind in here, in hair, hear her. <laughs> a box of lies, a voice, mercers, with texture from an age you neither lived in nor dared in. Old Jerry's a TV actor droning on in pre-selected tones. The real thing, the men, the women, their animals, made in the wild, wild desert, in the green pulsing savanna, on the open crusted sea, now too washed, choked and drained. Too many spliced and diced mutations, iterating your image, the thing that was my heart, my child, now its imitation. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye. Bienvenue au Salon de Céline. Thank you, Ashley Chapman. And that brings us to the end of our show. Oh, no, but we'll be back next month. Um, don't forget our crowdfunder, both of which can be reached on facebook.com slash Celine Salon. So, our wonderful guests, more thank yous to Alexa Bauer and the music of Stephen Evans, Garrett Friswell, The Messengers, George Simmons, and to Sigrun Griffiths, And again, Stephen Appleby, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. We will see you next month. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Celine Hispiche, and Gary Sorter is our talented producer. An even bigger thank you to Soho Radio for facilitating our show on a monthly basis. We'll be so much more um, to be looking forward to each month. Um, and that's it. Goodbye, stay safe and keep smiling. Salon, salon. <laughs> bye bye.